all of our adversaries, China, Russia, and Iran, will have a preference in 2024 uh, for the presidential outcome, and that is for Joe Biden to continue to be the president. Um, uh, Joe Biden has been good for business uh, for China, Russia, and Iran. All have gotten stronger uh, around the world. I dissented from the intelligence community's majority and said how China was trying to influence the outcome of the 2020 election, and that has been corroborated. In fact, the FBI has walked back intelligence and has said, no, China did try and interfere, continues to try and interfere in elections, uh, and that's going to continue to be the case. That was... John Radcliffe, former DNI, last month with Maria Bartiromo. The election was stolen in 2020. Joe Biden is not the legitimate president. They stole the election in the midterms, and they're going to do it again in 2024. They, meaning China, is going to assist yet again. And that was the former director of national intelligence, John Ratcliffe, breaking news with me last month on Fox Business's Mornings with Maria on China interfering in U.S. elections. Let's hit the introduction and let's get into this. We're in a situation where we have put together and you guys did, did it for our administration, the president Obama's administration before this. We have put together, I think, the most extensive and inclusive voter fraud organization in the history of American politics. Now, a new declassified report is out from the National Intelligence Council, which confirms exactly what John Radcliffe told me there, revealing the extent of the CCP's operation happening under President Biden's watch. The report writes this, quote, we assess that these directives gave PRC influence actors more freedom to operate ahead of the midterms than the presidential election in 2020, probably because PRC officials believed that Beijing was under less scrutiny during the midterms and because they did not expect the current administration to retaliate as severely as they feared they would in 2020. All right, let's look at this assessment. This came out a week before Christmas uh, on the dni.gov website, Office of the Director of National Intelligence. The Office of the DNI uh, declassified the intelligence community assessment of foreign threats to the 2022 U.S. elections. We share our assessment and the accompanying materials to help inform the American public about foreign influence efforts, including attempts by foreign actors to induce friction and undermine confidence in the electoral process that underpins our democracy. So give us your take on this National Intelligence Council report. I've got the intelligence community assessment in front of me right now. Is China getting ready to interfere in our elections in 2024? Very clearly they are, Maria, but what the report also tells you is what you outlined there, which is the intelligence community has to grudgingly walk back the erroneous assessment that in 2020 uh, China uh, was sitting on the sidelines. Look, I, I was very vocal that we had collected specific intelligence of a specific plan or campaign by China to interfere in 2020 for the specific purpose of helping Joe Biden become president and harming uh, or, uh, yeah, President Biden to become president to harm uh, President Trump in his reelection efforts. 
Um, and what this report acknowledges is uh, that that's exactly what happened. And they had to walk it back because the independent ombudsman came forward and said, look, there were analysts uh, for China that were suppressing intelligence deliberately because they feared it would help President Trump. And so now you have Joe Biden's own uh, director of the NSA and head of Cyber Command acknowledging that China's going to intensify those efforts in 2024, uh, that our greatest geopolitical foe has and will continue to want Joe Biden uh, to be the president uh, for the next four years because, I mean, stating the obvious, he's been very good to China. He has been very good to China. And that's why China worked along with all the other elements in 2020 to make sure that they could steal the election on his behalf. China wanted him in the first place because Donald Trump had been so tough in terms of trade and tariff sanctions against China. China correctly believed that Joe Biden would be more pro-China uh, and frankly uh, thought that he would be weaker as a commander in chief. And, and clearly those things have, have played out. Okay, so those things have played out in 2020. In 2022, they allowed uh, more meddling because they knew that Joe Biden would do nothing. But it's suspect that Biden's own DNI now would allow this to come out. Are they trying to set up President Trump so that when he wins, that they can say that we told you back uh, in 2023 that it's, are they going to flip the script and say, oh yeah, 2024 uh, was a sole election. We told you back in 2023 that China was going to do it. They were afraid of Joe, uh, Joe Biden, so they stole it for Trump. I wouldn't put it past them. I mean, they are masters of projection. Or is it that even the American deep state and the intelligence community are done with Biden. Why else would they release this? I don't have the answers, folks, but it seems to me that it might be one of those two. Or maybe it's something else. If you're on Locals, if you are on Spotify, if you are on Patreon, please give me your comment down below. Why is it that all of a sudden we've got DNI here and Homeland Security and the DOJ releasing these materials and declassifying them? I don't trust them. They are up to something. Okay, I want to sneak this in. Uh, the Democrats keep telling us. <laughs> did I say the Democrats by accident? The Democrats, they're full of crap Democrats. Just thought you might want to know that one of their own, once again, caught up in election malfeasance. And this, again, uh, courtesy of MSNBC. Isn't that curious? Well, this is uh, Congresswoman uh, Sheila Sherfalis McCormick, uh, who was uh, recently elected in the 2022 election cycle. She actually uh, won a special election before then being elected to a full term uh, in the 2022 general election. And uh, we don't know specifically what the House Ethics Committee is looking into. They're normally very private about these probes. But what we do know is that the committee has unanimously voted to form an investigative subcommittee that will look into these allegations of campaign finance violations. I find it interesting that the same House Ethics Committee that booted George Santos is doing a committee and a subcommittee on Democrat malfeasance and misuse of public funds and turning that into campaign advertising. 
investigative subcommittee that will look in to these allegations of campaign finance violations. And they do list a number of specific things that they're going to look into, including uh, improper use of campaign finance funds, also the possibility that uh, there was someone volunteering for her campaign that didn't specifically work for the campaign or work for her official office. And while we don't know specifically what they are investigating, we do know that there have been questions raised about how Congresswoman Sherfa Lewis McCormick uh, used campaign funds, or I'm sorry, not campaign funds, but taxpayer funds to actually pay, pay for ads that ran in her congressional district leading up to her election. Now, she's not a Republican, so even if they find her in this committee or subcommittee guilty of this, I assure you there will be no press to actually have her booted from Congress. Okay, let's go back to um, the controllers of Joe Biden, one of the controllers of Joe Biden, and that is the CCP, the Chinese Communist Party. And the cover-up of the Wuhan leak, uh, lab leak theory, which is now, which we know from the very beginning was the actual facts, uh, but they've been trying to hide that and what have you. So let's look at this. Daily Caller with a very interesting article. Um, Were there payoffs for those who discounted the Wuhan lab leak? COVID-19 apparently escaped from a Chinese lab experimenting on bat viruses and circled the globe, killing millions. Worse, untold tens of thousands suffered side effects, up to and including death, from the experimental mRNA treatments demanded by many officials in and out of government, both. You say uh, experimental mRNA treatments, I call it a bioweapon, but essentially that's right on track. Now we've got this exclusive from Daily Caller. Heritage Foundation sues the CIA for refusing to hand over COVID records. Okay, so right after Christmas, they came out with this report here. The Conservative Heritage Foundation's oversight project is suing the Central Intelligence Agency for records related to its investigation of COVID-19's origins. The Daily Caller has learned Heritage's oversight project filed a lawsuit against the CIA after the agency did not comply with the FOIA request, the Freedom of Information Act request, for records connected to its team tasked with investigating the lab leak theory, which posits that COVID-19 was created in and escaped from a laboratory rather than transmitted to humans by animals. This is an action under the Freedom of Information Act to compel production of CIA records relating to allegations that members of the CIA's COVID discovery team, a group of employees tasked with analyzing the origins of the COVID-19 pandemic, received monetary incentives to change their positions on the origins of the virus. The complaint begins, Heritage is suing the CIA in the U.S. District Court for D.C. and its lawsuit lays out five claims of relief against the CIA. Heritage's original FOIA request sought records from the creation of the Discovery Team and all records shared among team members associated with COVID-19's origins. In addition, the conservative group demanded records of any financial bonuses and communications between Discovery Team members and officials from numerous agencies across the federal government. The lawsuit asked the court to compel the CIA to produce all non-exempt records under Heritage's prior FOIA request and to cover heritage's costs incurred. The CIA can get away with just ignoring, of course, people's FOIA requests and not handing over information. 
In September, a whistleblower came forward to the House Select Subcommittee on the coronavirus pandemic, alleging the CIA provided financial rewards to six agents on the COVID discovery team to change their position and come out against the possibility of the virus originating in a lab in Wuhan, China. Now, why is all of this newsworthy besides the fact that you know, this this is news because this lawsuit is just now happening. But let me uh, let me remind you or tell you if you didn't know that Anthony Fauci is going to be under the microscope for two days in a few weeks about all of this. And, uh, you know, he's probably going to lie through his teeth and we're probably going to get nothing. But it's good to know that at least someone in D.C. is trying to get to the bottom of this or some bodies. It's more than one person. Republican Senators Rand Paul of Kentucky, Lindsey Graham of South Carolina, Rick Scott of Florida, and Ron Johnson of Wisconsin wrote a letter back in September to CIA Director William Burns requesting information on the on the whistleblower allegations. Again, those allegations that there was monetary payment for changing their stance on the lab leak theory. Assessments from the FBI and Department of Energy have concluded that COVID-19 most likely came from a lab in Wuhan where bat coronaviruses were being researched. The covid Subcommittee published a report back in July accusing the former National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases director Anthony Fauci of facilitating a campaign to cast doubt on the lab leak theory. See, all of this to me is a setup to get the information out there to set up the groundwork so that when President Trump comes back in in 2024, that they will have all the groundwork for the new Department of Justice whether it's Alina Habba or Matt Cates or, I mean, I don't know, Jim Jordan or, uh, or or someone we don't even know yet, that they will have all the information to start going after the Fauci's and the other criminals uh, in D.C. Man, maybe that's just wishful thinking uh, on my part, but if I were to write a novel, if I were to write a movie, all of what's happening right now would be part of uh, the script of laying the groundwork for Act 2 where they go after them, Act 3, where they have some other conflict to resolve, but in the end, the resolution is the jailing or the capital punishment of Anthony Fauci and his cohorts. New evidence released by the subcommittee earlier this year indicates Fauci was behind an influential paper designed to discredit the lab leak proponents. The CIA also brought Fauci into its headquarters to influence its lab leak investigation without keeping records of Fauci's entries, the subcommittee alleged in September. Fauci is set to testify before the committee in January over a two-day period. All right, folks, I guess we're just inching closer and closer uh, to the truth. Uh, we've got some good stuff coming up in January. Uh, thank you, Daily Caller, for this uh, article, bringing us up to speed on what's going on right now. And uh, remember, uh, there never has been a full explanation of the U.S. government's funding of these damn Chinese labs in Wuhan and why it was allowed to do those in gain-of-function projects in which viruses deliberately are made more dangerous or more transmissible with the idea that scientists can develop vaccines to stop them. That's the bottom line here, folks. What were we doing meddling in all of this? Well, we know the answer. We know the answer. Or the answers. Uh, Depopulation, control, steal the election of 2020. Look, COVID and the 
resultant bioweapon masquerading as a as a vaccine. Man, that was well played. Now, I know people like Mike Pence and people on the left do not, uh, they have this weird thing where they can't, uh, they equate uh, good and evil with, with genius and smart and, and, and dumb. These people are even evil and they were genius. Look at the, the havoc they wreaked and continue to wreak with the fake president, Joe Biden, in the White House. A James Bond novel or a spy novel of evil people like Fauci and others. I mean, every single villain we've seen in a Bond film pales in comparison to the actual villains that we've had to live with and we've had to deal with over the last four years. But don't worry, Bernie Sanders, back in August of 2021, I am once again asking you to get vaccinated. I I can't, I can't, I can't do a Bernie Sanders impersonation. That's the best you're going to get. Then, November 7th, 2021, Washington State Department of Health reports that unvaccinated 65-plus-year-olds are four times more likely to get COVID compared with fully vaccinated 65-plus-year-olds, nine times more likely to be hospitalized and nine times more likely to die compared with fully vaccinated. Get vaccinated, Bernie Sanders told us in 2021. And today he announced, I have tested positive for covid My symptoms are minimal and I will continue to work from home in Vermont while isolating in accordance with CDC guidance. I am glad to uh, be fully up to date with the vaccine. That was today, Bernie Sanders having COVID even after multiple jabs and boosters. Congratulations, Bernie Sanders. Congratulations. All right. What do I have next for you here, folks? I appreciate you. I appreciate uh, your support. Uh, I appreciate you putting up with my terrible, terrible impersonation of Bernie Sanders. Merry Christmas, though, albeit be belated, and a happy new year. Okay, Justin, lawmakers sued Democrat governor election officials to halt misinformation contracts against election-related speech. This is an article today by Alicia Powell in, uh, over at the Gateway Pundit. And guess what? Since we're talking about COVID and vaccines and stolen elections, we're going to see that this here report kind of encompasses both of those, kind of uh, bringing them all together. Oregon state legislators, radio show hosts, and GOP representatives are suing government officials to put an end to the state's censorship of so-called false election information. According to a First Amendment lawsuit against Democrat Governor Tina Kotek, Secretary of State LaVon Griffin-Valade, and Elections Director Molly Woon, Oregon's election officials are negotiating deals with censorship vendors to silence criticism of its election system through a contract to identify and mitigate purported MDM which is misinformation, disinformation, and malinformation. You know, hate speech was the beginning of carving out battles against free speech. And now we've got MDM. 12 plaintiffs, including Oregon gubernatorial candidate Mark Thielman, 
uh, and others filed a motion for a preliminary injunction last week following an attempt to resolve the dispute with the plaintiffs in a good faith effort through a telephone conference to no resolve. The plaintiffs contend the contract only undermines online free speech and a blatant violation of the First Amendment and requested an order halting any performance of work pursuant to the Secretary of State request for proposals titled Election False Information Solution. So these parties are suing the state of Oregon because the state of Oregon is going after people's free speech abilities uh, under the guise of fighting MDM, misinformation, disinformation, and malinformation. Wow. Talk about just blatant disrespect for our constitutional rights. The government, uh, so here's what's going on. Uh, the target speech is only harmful in the sense in that damages the credibility of Oregon's repeated claims that its elections are safe and secure, the plaintiff motion states. Like authoritarians since time immortal, Oregon seeks to suppress and silence those who disagree with this message in violation of the First Amendment. That is what the, uh, the, the suit is saying. The government is also issuing hefty fines to violators of its speech rules surrounding election integrity. Um, this is total like, uh, yeah, look, I've been a victim of fines. Over half my income that was coming from YouTube completely wiped out because, hey, you can't talk about the stolen election. They'll hit you in the pocketbook. They'll hit you every which way they can because the lie has to be that Oregon's elections are safe and secure. The 2020 election was safe and secure, even though we have the DNI now saying it wasn't. Joe Biden's DNI, Mr. Arville saying that. We got to punish you for wrong think. Orwellian 1984, we're living through it hellishly in 2023 as they tee up to steal the election again in 2024. Last year, Thielman, who is also a former school superintendent and Senator Dennis Linthicum, Filed the suit against the government over Oregon's vote-by-mail and computerized tabulation systems. That suit failed in district court. The Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals shut down their their class last week, their case, I think is what I meant to say, last week. That lack of confidence in the integrity of the election system is too speculative to sustain the lawsuit on behalf of Oregon voters. And then here I told you that we would bring this all together. The last line of this Gateway uh, Pundit article says... Senator, the senator is also seeking a grand jury to investigate alleged federal manipulation of COVID-19 statistics. So whether it's COVID or whether it's the stolen election, they must control the narrative. All right, I want to end today's report with this great video, uh, this really good video. Uh, and uh, I will fill in the blanks for those of you listening to this on the BCP podcast. You're not going to lose out. Joe Biden was sent in to take down America and that's exactly what he's doing. America is no longer taken seriously on the international stage. China's on the march. Iran got billions but is still launching attacks on U.S. bases on a regular basis. Russia invaded Ukraine and destroyed its military. Inflation hit record levels. Gas prices are over a dollar more a gallon than four years ago. The border is wide open. More illegals enter the U.S. and the population of New Jersey, our 11th largest state, and the FBI acts as a Stasi force for the regime. Things are swell. Max Evans at Ultra MAGA Party released a brilliant video exposing the disaster of the Biden regime. Let's end with this. 
Ladies and gentlemen, please stand for the oath of office, followed by musical honors. For our audio listeners, the B-roll is showing video of the inauguration of the fake President Joe Biden on January 20th, 2021, in which President Trump is not present, but backstabber traitor Mike Pence is. So help me God. Congratulations, Mr. President. My fellow Americans, this is America's day. Also on the screen for our audio listeners is an overlay of Joe Biden's tweet from September 20th, 2020, in which it says, Donald Trump is the worst president we've ever had. This is democracy's day. And that feckless, dementia-ridden piece of just sent my son to die. I woke up at 4 o'clock this morning to Marines at my door telling me my son was dead. And I just want all you Democrats who cheated in the election or who voted for him legitimately, you just killed my son. That's the voice of Kathy McCullum, mother of slaughtered and martyred U.S. soldier Riley McCullum. You just killed my son. The will of the people has been heard. Democracy has prevailed. It's been three weeks now since the toxic train derailment in East Palestine, Ohio, as you know. The mayor says he saw you in Ukraine, and he says it tells you he doesn't care about us. They're asking, is the president coming to Ohio? He's not doing what the president of the United States is supposed to be doing. We need him here. We need him now. He wasn't just AWOL in Ohio. He was also AWOL in Hawaii. Where's the president? Where, where? Aren't we Americans too? Like we're part of the United States, but why are we not, why are we getting put in the back pocket? Why are we being ignored? We have a little sense, Jill and I, what it's like to lose a home. Make a long story short, I almost lost my 67 Corvette (laughs) and my cat. But all kidding aside, I watched the firefighters Are you sure that you want to run again? Yes, because I'm sure. Look. The video now shows hordes of military-age illegal aliens entering our country. I'm not saying that we're going to get a terror attack. I'm just saying that we are definitely at a heightened risk of it. (laughs) And the end of this video is going to show us Kamala Harris laughing and dancing away, uh, showing us that uh, she is not a viable replacement. More images of the alien, illegal alien horde invasion. And then we're going to hear President Trump saying that we can't have uh, the Biden, uh, Biden back in there again with pictures, uh, video of the day of inauguration of Joe Biden celebrating with his crook son, Hunter Biden, there on the fake inauguration Also, Ashley Biden, who is addicted to sex because, as we covered in the previous episode, uh, and we reminded you, she had inappropriate showers with her dad as a child. The idea that we're just going to let him starve to death and stay on the other side, I'm not going to do it. Joe Biden out of there, he's destroying 
America. Thank you very much. We do need him out of there. He never should have been there in the first place. All right, so uh, in tomorrow's episode, let me give you a preview of some cool things we are going to cover. I want to go back and talk about the stolen election of Georgia and the cover-up with the Secretary of State. I want to cover that tomorrow. Uh, I also want to cover some unknown stories, perhaps, horrors of the open border policy of Joe Biden. And I also want to show you how governments are aware of pedophiles and are actually using children to entice pedophiles. If that sounds crazy, it is. And those are three of the things I'll be sharing with you in the next report. Until then, ciao, goodbye, God bless, big hug, happy new year. We're in a situation where we have put together, and you guys did, did it for our administration, the President Obama's administration before this. We have put together, I think, the most extensive and inclusive voter fraud organization in the history of American politics.